Hey there. So before we get into the episode, I just wanted to mention one quick thing. So as of October 27th, 2021, the price of the DSC membership is going to be increasing. Now, if you are a current member, this does not apply to you. So don't worry. The price you pay when you initiate your membership, so long as your membership stays active, is locked in. So you will continue to pay that price. However, if you're not a member and you've been on the fence for a little bit about joining, now's a great time. Make sure you get in before October 27th at midnight. And you might be wondering, why are you increasing your prices? Well, as you've likely heard me say on this podcast before, pricing needs to reflect an equal and opposite exchange of value. And so because we're adding so much more value to the site, our pricing needs to reflect that. So what are some of those things that we've been adding over the last few months? Well, now we have full-on courses on more than 20 different nutrition topics, and we have new topics coming out every single month. We have released some incredible new resources. We have dietitian chart note templates. We have step-by-step processes for working with specific conditions like PCOS, for example. We've just added a lab values reference sheet, which is about 10 pages of what normal ranges would be considered for lab values and basically what you should do with it if it's above or below and so much more. And then on the business side of things, in addition to all of our business courses, which we add to every single month, we have also recorded and uploaded all of the live sessions and the workshops that have happened over the last six months and added them to the site. So there's a lot of content on there. And then, of course, Online Course Academy is coming on October 21st, which is going to teach you how to create and sell an online course. Plus, we are in the process of getting some of our courses approved for CEUs for all of you U.S. dietitians out there. And our community is absolutely popping. So much valuable content in the community. So needless to say, there's been a lot added. And so... Price increase coming as of October 27th at midnight, so make sure you join before then. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Okay, let's get into the episode now. Five reasons why your online course isn't selling. So in the last few episodes of the podcast, I've been talking about when might be the right time to create an online course, what some of those first steps are going to be. So now let's actually talk about the sales process. And so this episode is going to apply to you if, number one, you have created a course and perhaps it's not selling how you expected it to, or number two, you are thinking about creating a course, maybe you've started, maybe you haven't started, you're in the early stages, but it's really important to know that sales and marketing is a part of this process. It's, it's a really important part of the course creation, course creation process. So if you're in one of these two groups, or maybe you're just interested, 
then make sure and stay tuned for the whole episode. Uh, So first, I do just want to talk about, I think, one of the most common myths when it comes to creating any sort of an online course, online program, online um, product that you are selling is just this idea that if you build it, they will come. This is a myth. (laughs) Let me say it again. This is a myth. Um, We need to have a sales and marketing strategy to bring people to our course. If we just put a course on our website and put it out there into the World Wide Web, I promise you that nobody is going to miraculously come across it and just purchase it. That's not how it works. We have to drive traffic to the products, to the programs that we are trying to sell. So this is a really common myth. It's a common misconception that if we build it, they will come. And I think a lot of times we think a lot about what the product is going to be and we put so much time and energy into actually creating it. And then we forget that selling it is actually the most important part, realistically. Because if we create a course and it doesn't sell, I mean, that was a huge waste of our time and energy, right? So We want to make sure that we are putting time and energy into thinking about, okay, how do we actually sell? How do we market this course? So today I want to go through five reasons why your online course isn't selling. So let's start with reason number one, and that is you haven't built an audience yet. So um, building an audience, having an audience to sell to is a must when it comes to selling anything online. And when I say audience, I am talking about a group of people who are interested in what you have to offer because it solves a problem for them. And so an audience doesn't necessarily have to be huge in order to sell something. It can be if it's a small, really dialed in community of people who you know are interested in what you have to sell, then that can still work too. However, as a general rule of thumb, the more people you have in your audience, the more likely your product is to sell because there are some specific metrics around um, the percent of people who will actually convert into paying clients that are on your email list, for instance. So typically when I talk about building an audience, I'm talking about an audience that you have on your email list. So how many people do you have on your email list? Um, I've said it before, email is a way more effective tool to sell than social media. Um, And the whole idea is that we want to drive people, drive our target market or our our, our ideal client for our course to our email list. Um, And so typically how we do that is we talk about the topic on social media, we create some sort of a lead magnet, which is intended to um, get people excited about the the subject matter that we're talking about. So it tends to be related to whatever our course is going to be on. Um, And so it attracts those people that we know are interested in that topic. And then in order to get that lead magnet or that freebie, whatever free download that you've created, they have to give you their email address. And so it's an exchange of value there. Um, And so this is the whole point is in having an email list is we want to be driving the right types of people, the people who we know are our ideal client to our email list. And um, one quote that I heard a little bit ago is uh, this idea that 1% of people will buy from you today, 50% of people will buy from you a year from now. And I think this is a really important reminder that audience building is a long-term process. And not everyone who downloads your freebie, downloads your lead magnet, joins your email list is going to be ready today 
but they will likely be ready in a year from now. So we need to continue to show up. We need to continue to build our audience. And the larger our audience over time, the more successful we'll be. So that's number one. You haven't built an audience yet. Um, Number two is along those lines, you haven't built the right audience for your product. So perhaps there's a misalignment between the course that you've created and the people you have in your audience. So let's say, as an example, let's say that you work with athletes and so far you've just been talking about general nutrition. So on social media, you've been talking about general nutrition. You email out about general nutrition for, for athletes. But let's say that you create a course that's specifically for soccer players. How do you know if there are actually soccer players in your audience? So this is the point where we have to get strategic before we release our course about the type of audience that we're building. So we need to essentially get in front of soccer players. We need to make sure that we're visible to soccer players. And so how do we do that? Well, there's so many different ways you could do that. We could speak to, offer to speak to soccer teams. We could, and and drive them to our freebie and our email list. We could leverage, if we are soccer players ourselves, we could leverage our soccer community. Um, we could create a soccer-related lead magnet to get people to join our email list. We could start speaking more about soccer on social media, and we could even do a joint Instagram Live with somebody who maybe already has a soccer audience. So those are a few ways that we can really start to attract the right type of people for our product. And so another example of this is Online Course Academy, the course that's coming to DSC on October 21st that's going to teach you how to start and grow your online course. Um, In order to, I knew that in order to release this product, I needed to attract people who were interested in creating and selling an online course. And this isn't really something that I've talked about much so far in the podcast or on social media. And so over the last month or so, I've been really strategic about creating podcast episodes that are related to online courses. And the whole point here is that I'm I'm attracting people to the course, right? Which is Online Course Academy. I'm attracting the right people who I know are interested. And then also creating an online course-related lead magnet. And so if you haven't already, make sure and check out the free online course checklist. You can download it now. Uh, if you just pop on over to dietitiansuccesscenter.com and just go to the freebie tab, you're going to see it there. It's only going to be available for a limited time. Um, you can download that checklist. It's going to walk you through all of the key steps to consider when you're creating an online course um, because it can be really overwhelming. So make sure and check that out. And so the whole point there, again, is we are we are attracting people who we know are actually interested in this topic. So that's number two. We haven't built the right audience for our product. Just going to take a sip of water. Okay, number three, you haven't positioned the course properly. So this is a really important thing and and it can actually, it can really make or break a, a course launch is how have we positioned our product? Is it too vague? Um, does it try and speak to too large of an audience? And so therefore it speaks to no one. Through our course, through the name of our course, the tagline for our course, how we promote our course online, we need to prove that our course solves a problem for someone. And so if it's too vague, if the name of the course is too vague, so let's say you've created a meal planning course. That is really, really vague. Who does that speak to? I don't know. 
okay, cool. It, it teaches me how to meal plan. But if I'm your average person, I might not even know what meal planning means. I don't really know how it's going to help me. I don't really know what why it's important to me. I'm, I'm not connecting with it. And, and what's to say that I can't just get that information for free online? And so we want to make sure that we're being really specific and targeted with how we're positioning our course. So what we're naming it, what our tagline is for the course, how we're promoting it online. Um, the other reason is perhaps we haven't actually spoken to any specific pain points for our audience. So for example, let's say that we create a course called the Intuitive Eating Framework. Again, this is really vague. What does somebody get out of this? Intuitive eating is a bit of a jargony word that we use in the dietetics world, but does it actually prove that it solves a problem for people? So sales is about speaking, it, sales is about talking about the benefits in utilizing our services or taking our course. The features are what's actually included with the course. So how many sessions or how many modules is it? Um, what are the topics? What's the price? Those are the features. Anybody can get that information online. As long as you have it on your sales page, that's easy to find. But we need to make sure that we're we're being very clear on the benefits. What does someone get? How does someone feel after they take the course? What do they walk away with? What knowledge do they learn? How are they going to how are they going to feel walking away from it? What are some of the results that people get after they've taken the course? So that's number four is we're speaking too much about the features and not the benefits. And then number five is we've only tried to sell it one time. So this is a big consideration is that online courses are like a wave. They start small and each time you launch it, the idea is that it can continue to grow and grow and grow. It's not a one and done. Perhaps the first time you launch it, you get one sale. But guess what? The next time you can launch it, you get three and then you get five and then you get 10 and then you get 20. And it, it is like a wave in that respect. It's not a one and done. And so with that too, is that perhaps during your launch window of your course, did you even talk about it enough? Did you talk about it one time? Did you send out one email and post one thing on social media? If, if so, that wasn't enough. Um, we want to make sure that we are, if, if our launch window is seven to 10 days, we are connecting with our audience every single day throughout that seven to 10 days. And so we need to make sure that we are continuously keeping it top of mind for people. It's not just a one and done thing. Okay, so to recap, five reasons why your online course isn't selling. Number one, you haven't built an audience yet. Number two, you haven't built the right audience for your product. Number three, you haven't positioned the course properly. Number four, you're speaking about the features, not the benefits. And then number five is you've only tried to sell it one time. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Again, if you haven't already, make sure and check out the free online course checklist. Just pop on over to dietitiansuccesscenter.com and go to the freebie tab. Or if you uh, pop down to the description in this podcast episode, you'll find the link there. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, have an awesome week. Feel free to send me a DM if you have any questions at kristaco.rd or at Dietitian Success Center on Instagram. Uh, but if not, have an awesome week and we will see you next Thursday.